0: Hello, 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 welcome, welcome to another episode of Building Wealth Now. My name is Jason Kokenzie. I am your host for today, and today I am going to uh, talk to you about inflation, because you know what? Most people think that inflation is only 2 to 3%, but today I'm going to show you now, that is completely wrong. It is actually substantially higher than that today. And so we'll talk about that today, but I just want to welcome you all. Thank you for joining me to another uh, moment of Building Wealth Now. We'll give you some awesome information today, and thank you for all my subscribers out there. Certainly do appreciate all of you, without a doubt, and just wanted to jump in here today and welcome all the new subscribers And just encourage all of you, if you like what you hear, hey, do me a favor. Like this, subscribe to it, share this with your friend, because at the end of the day, they probably want to learn how to build wealth now. And so we're going to take you outside of the box. That's what we've been doing every single time. Not just teaching you what your consumer math 101 or your math classes in college taught you or things that, frankly, you'll never need to know. Look, here's the thing. How many times have you had to drop an egg off of a roof in your life and try to make it float down to earth without cracking? I didn't think so. Nobody raised their hand. Maybe a few of you out there, but probably the majority of you don't. And so, you know what? Often we just get taught things that aren't, frankly, just not either useful or just not true. And one of those things that we're going to teach you today is about inflation. Look, inflation has had a practical yearly rate of about 10% for the past 100 years, give or take a point or two. Inflation is one area where most people, including those who think they know what the economy is all about, tend to make a huge and costly mistake. See, the worst thing that you could do is google yearly inflation inflation rate because it absolutely shows us nothing of value that number is a calculation that reflects only choice indicators in the market in fact even the way inflation is officially calculated by the government has changed and if you took a 2% of reported inflation rate today and used the calculation they used before the rate today would actually be 6 to 9% that's just as wrong Because even with the old math, they were still only looking at certain market indicators. Which they keenly selected and used in their calculations. Inflation itself is worthy of an entire book. But there are other things that have to be calculated to consider. Are such things as the GDP minus lending. The cost of living the devaluation of currency, trade deficit versus issuance of currency, artificially low interest rates to spur lending, PPI, CPI, MZM, wage and price controls and domestic price growth. Even Congressman Ron Paul, a Republican of Texas, said in an interview with Yahoo Finance that CPI is not what should be used to determine inflation and that the government's inflation number is rigged. Congressman Paul, while grilling Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke, on this very issue of inflation, explained how even if we were just to use Consumer Price Index, the CPI, we would be at 9% annually, even though it was officially around 1.5%. In addition to all that, we would have a debt on insu, insu, uh, I can even speak today. Issuance of currency that does not get calculated into the equation. When the United States puts a dollar in the market, not only does it devalue devalue the other dollars in the market, but we also instantly owe debt on the dollar to the Federal Reserve Bank that per- printed it. We can see the effects of inflation easily when we look backward. Let me give you an example here today. In 1977, the average household income of was $11,992 when adjusted for inflation. According to the Census Bureau though, is now worth $51,939.20. However, If inflation were only 2% a year, it would mean that today adjusted for 2% a year inflation, we'd be seeing average household income of only $25,118. Keep in mind, household is combined income of all working adults at the address. In 1977, most household income was made of just one income earner. Today, it is usually two or more. Meaning this is such a different situation. It is much worse than most of us realize. Most of us over the age of 30 have lived long enough to experience cost of living increases. But because that cost of living increase happens on so many things over so many years, we tend not to notice it. For example... Who remembers that in 1995 a gallon of gas cost 90 cents? Almost impossible to believe, isn't it? But it's true. 20 years later, we would still be below $2 a gallon if inflation was really only 4% a year. $1.97 per gallon to be precise. How many of us would think it would be heaven to wake up today and see gas to be $2 a gallon or less? In 1995, you would have been yelling at the television the price was a high, $2. Now, we fluctuate between the upper twos to $4 a gallon, and that is becoming a norm. $3.50 a gallon is just considered to be common cost. Sure, oil is a commodity, and more than just inflation is responsible for increased prices, but that only goes to further the point of this chapter. Costs go up without your control. And inflation is just one aspect of those rising costs. You have no control over the rising costs should you have control over how your income can respond to those rising costs. Consider this. A 30-year mortgage that ends today started in 1985. Many people thought, In 1985, that because they were making a decent wage and saving 10% a year, that it was time to buy a home. But did they consider inflation? Did they think it was only 4% at the time and would mirror their rise in income? In 1985, the cost of the average home in America was $98,100.21. In 1989, the same house was $148,800. Inflation is 3 to 4% a year, huh? in your dreams. And just 4 years there was a cumulative gain of 11% per year in housing cost. Now you might be thinking the wages went up through enough to compensate, right? Not even close. In 1985 the average household income was $23,620.22. And in 1989 the average household income was $28,906. This means that while the cost of a home increased by the more than 50%, income only went up about 22%. A 28-point gap? Another way to look at it. In just four years' time, a house went from costing 4.15 times the average household income to costing nearly 5.15 times. That is a a practical financial backslide in only four years but could I just be pulling out a rare anomaly from decades ago? Did this terrible pattern continue? Well, unfortunately, it did. The average cost of a new home in America as of October 2014, the latest numbers available at the time that this was being made, was uh, $305,000 And $0.23. Did not get excited and think, well, that is why it was smart to buy a house alone. In Arizona, 43% of the homeowners owed more on their mortgages than their homes were worth. In Florida, that increased to 45%. In Nevada, 61.2% of homes had loans on, on them for more than the home was worth. We can get into a whole conversation about smart versus not-so-smart real estate investing, but the truth here is that we cannot count on employment and our cost of living increases to keep us from drowning financially. Through these examples, we can see household income has changed over the years and has not kept pace with rising expenses. Now, here is the real nail in the coffin. This is household income we are referring to, in 1985, a man could provide a home, a car, raise two kids, and have a stay-at-home wife, all with the household income that he alone earned. Today, the household income has two or three income earners, and we still cannot make it. That means it is actually worse than I'm telling you. These are just common examples, folks. We can look at food, clothing, rent, phone, service, or what other things you want to look at, and we would also find that your job is not going to be able to keep up with inflation, period. So let me ask you a question. Did your job give you a 3% cost of living increase last year? Are you still just scraping by? Do you find things more expensive than they used to be? Well, if you Googled cost of inflation you probably found out that that 2 to 3% is really just not the case. So how do we conquer this true inflation rate, which is probably really close to more of a 10% ratio? Well, we talked about it before. It's a cross between financial literacy and entrepreneurship, you need to learn more about finances, and you need to become an entrepreneur, and when you become an entrepreneur, and you get that financial literacy, I promise you, your outcome financially is going to look a lot different than what the people around you does, you can bring your spouse home from work, and you know what, maybe you can even bring your own self home from work, fire your boss! And actually live a life without living paycheck to paycheck. Hey, my name is Jason Kokenzie. This is Building Wealth Now. Subscribe, like, and let your friends know. Appreciate you guys listening here today. And now you know the truth of inflation.